Welcome to the Crazy Cool Family Podcast with Don and Suzanne Manning. Parents, what if we could give you the power to transform your family into something absolutely amazing? A family where everyone is healthy, gets along, loves Jesus, and has great purpose in life. Hey, let us flip your thinking to unlock the power God has given you to create your own Crazy Cool Family. Crazy Cool Family Podcast people, do you want to be the most amazing family you could be? The most amazing parents you can be? The most crazy cool family-parents you can be? We have this amazing resource we call Basecamp. What is Basecamp? Basecamp is more than a podcast. It's more than a YouTube video. It's more than a Facebook post. It's more a mem- than a website. Yes. It's more, more, more. It's, it's a membership site. It's actually an invitation for you as parents to come in and learn and learn from our 30 plus years of experience when it comes to parenting. It's filled with all sorts of videos about all the things that you need to or you could learn about how to be a crazy cool family. So all you have to do, it's so easy to sign up. It's free. And that's a really good price. and, And you have access. Yeah. You have access to all of our content. Every day, 24-7, on your phone, on your tablet, on your laptop. All you got to do is go to Basecamp.CrazyCoolFamily.com. That is Basecamp.CrazyCoolFamily.com. Don't forget the dots, dot, dot. And it takes two minutes to sign up, and you'll start getting our weekly emails, our weekly Basecamp newsletter emails, as well as have access to all of our courses. You can do it in your small groups. You can do it individually. You can do it with your spouse. Basecamp is the way to learn to be a crazy cool parent. So come on in. Come be a member for free. Yep. We can't wait to connect with you. Happy New Year. Happy New Year from crazy cool family to you. Anyone listening, it's post-Christmas. We are ready to start 2022. Who is ready? Bring it 2022. <laughs> I am ready. Come Who is on, ready to put 2021 gonna, behind us? Uh, yeah, in 2020. Yeah, yeah, so it's like that's now two years behind us. And 2021 is now the, <laughs> yeah, last year, which is great. You know, so I was talking to somebody the other day and they were saying that 2020 was hard, but in some ways 2021 was harder just because there was so, we're still we're kind of dealing with the new normal. Yes. And and, and what is, what does that look like, you know, and and we and it's kind of, you know, 2020 the world was shut down and we kind of knew it. 2021 has been a lot of uncertainty and right. and it's a lot of people unknown. Yeah, and um a lot of transitions with people and things like that, but so Let's move into 2022. Let's bring in a new yeah. year. That's the beautiful thing that it, that the year goes by one yeah. day at a time, whether we want it to or not. And this year we wanted it to. Yeah, and we um, um, and we last week talked about you know what our kids need from us in Christmas. And so yeah, so this week we just want to talk about what our kids need from us in the new year. Yeah. What is that? What does that look like for our kids? And what? How can we be? How can we create? How can we have the best year? for them it should be pretty easy compared to the last two anyway (laughs) so um and uh i think that bringing in the kingdom we talked about last week about the contrast between the kingdom of god and the kingdom of darkness and so often it it gets blurred in our world as we try to almost kind of make christianity like the world but it is god says there's a narrow road that leads to life and so the more we focus on the ways of God 
versus yeah. the ways of the world, then the more we're going to get into the hope and life and peace of Jesus. So our passion for you as parents, our passion for us as well, our passion for all of us in 2022 is to do something that's different and kingdom oriented for our kids. And that's just to pray. And it's not just to pray. It is to pray with all of our hearts. Yeah, fervently. See, And what I think is so fun is that as we were preparing for these podcasts and I said, okay, God, what is it that we need to tell our parents, the, our crazy cool family people about what their kids need for the new year? He said, tell them to talk to me. Tell them to pursue me. Tell them to pray. Tell them that I, I got things I want to say to them. And so it's like, done. Yeah. We'll do, God. Yeah. We got it. We're going to do that. And so today we're just we're just going to share a little bit of how prayers changed the the whole pathway, the whole trajectory of a. I think we're going to talk about what a few of our kids, not all of them, five yeah. of them. Yeah, yeah, and how how there a specific situation came up, and when we were literally devoted to prayer about it, it changed the whole thing. Well, I think that God gives us as parents, He especially gives us um, wisdom about our children. Oh, for sure. And so yes. then we start to pray that wisdom. You know, for for example, with Molly. So Molly is not my biological child. Right. Suzanne brought Molly to the marriage, and she was two. Well, when we got married when Molly was two. So a few years into this, we are praying about what's Molly's relationship with her real dad. Right. He, I mean, he, he was a great guy. We just he's, started, still, he's still alive. He is still a great guy. <laughs> yeah. And they've got a great relationship and it's all because of answered prayer for sure. But we had Madeline and Macy and Mackenzie, you know, year two, three, and four. I mean, just right back to back to back. Mm -hmm. So we started having our own little family and to have Molly gone all the time, every yeah. other weekend or, or a week at a time or holidays or holidays that we, we project, we saw that is that's going to be a problem. And so we prayed and asked, okay, God, what do you want us to do? We sought counsel mm -hmm. and a plan was laid out and we prayed about that. I even think we fasted about it because we were going to have a really big ask of Molly's dad. And, um, we basically said, we don't want Molly to be gone from this family that we're building. And he said, okay. And so yep. he minimalized his time with her so that she wouldn't be away from us. And what that did for her is it gave her a stability in our family. She belonged to our family. She wasn't an outsider. She wasn't a stepchild yeah. or a half sister, any of that. She literally was just one of the Mannings, one of the seven. Um, but yet she saw him enough that she was able to have, she does still have, I mean, she, they watched Sebastian, you know, one day a week They she's got an amazing relationship. That's Molly's, that's Molly's daughter. Yeah. Son. son yeah. <laughs> and so, Anyway, all that to say, answered yep. prayer. God went before us because those can be super sticky situations, and God yep. went before us. So. In fact, I remember at Molly's wedding uh, going up to uh, Jeff, that's his name, and just saying, Jeff, thank you for the sacrifice you yes. made for Molly. It's a decision we made. We feel like that. And he said, I, he said it was hard, but he said it was uh, the best decision because I see the daughter that she has become, and and it was uh, it was powerful to him as well. And that's one of the things that prayer does. It not only affects your kids, it affects people around your kids because they see the the answer to prayer. You know, Madeline. Yeah, I remember she was. Uh, we we changed schools with her her sophomore year, and and we, she wanted to, so she was on board. So it's not like we just to just swipe the rug out from yeah. under her, but but she. Um, 
my wife's still recovering from the, in <laughs> well, case you heard her voice. It was a rough year for her because she was on top of from Molly. Well, yeah, my wife's still recovering from the Molly issue. So she, her emotions are still recovering in case you hear that or see that. Um, so, uh, but yeah, it was a tough year. We went and she was like, as a freshman, we were at this little private school and she was kind of ran the place, you know, I mean, yeah, she was, and yeah. she went to another school and there she was eating at the lunch table by herself. Right. And with... you don't want that for your kid. And we were heartbroken that she didn't have, you know, she had left this place where everybody was her friend to when she went to a place where nobody was her friend and um, nobody, I mean, in, in my mind, it was like, nobody knows how amazing she is. And so that was what our prayer was. Lord, show, open their eyes, show yeah. people how incredible she is. Show them what a, a mighty woman of God that she is. Show the the teachers and show the people, show, the, show her class classmates and she it went all the way until March and she went on a mission trip they went to Ireland that year mm-hmm. and um, she came back and everybody loved her I mean they they heard their eyes were open they, they I mean they saw that she that she is incredible and she's amazing and she's fun and she's filled with God and and they saw all the things but we spent all year long praying for her and that's another thing parents you know just to pray fervently and sometimes prayer takes a long time when you you get a vision for your for your children and and what's happening um it can take time and but god wants you to press in there there's just a principle of that in scripture let's talk about mckenzie yep or macy well no i was going to skip macy (laughs) just because i feel like we are taking a lot of time with the prayers and that's what i was um so mckenzie and michael both of them together actually we ended up finding out that they both had dyslexia Mm -hmm. i mean and and we knew that going into it because they had hearing issues they had hearing aids hearing aids aids. no 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 they had (laughs) ear aches and then they talked really late and i just knew as i was homeschooling them that they weren't catching it like the others And so that led to a lot of prayer. What do we do? How do we get help? Where do we get help from? How do I, I mean, and that led us to a curriculum called Barton, I think, and that that allowed us to teach her and Michael too, both how to read at a whole different way, a whole different level. I mean, and, 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 and I believe that that eventually knitted their relationship so that later in life, Michael had some struggles and Mackenzie was the one who really discipled him and invested in the relationship with him to bring it out. So, yes. you know, they knitted them together in a way that, I mean, the, the girl, the kids would say that they, Michael and Mackenzie had their own code. Yes, their own, their own language, language yes. together. Yes, they did. Yes. Yeah. And, uh, but uh, so often that, they, but I think the prayers that we prayed really enlightened Suzanne to try some uh, different resources. Well, Inside Into God showed me that she wasn't a visual learner. She was an auditory learner. And so it's like, okay, knowing that, Kinsey, you need to listen to the books instead of read them. I mean, it just, God knows. He's He's the creator of the universe. He knit our kids together in our womb. He knows what they need. He knows how they're going to learn the best or how they're going to be accepted in the school the best or, or what kind of parenting, you know, structures they need. God knows all of that. Answered it so much that Mackenzie graduated in the top 10% of her class. Of her small class. There's only 100 people yeah, in the class. So in she was school, one of 10. Yeah, we're with a lot of smart people. And so, but she, and now I will say this also, she worked her tail off. Yes. And, and she had to overcome, she still had to overcome and have to figure out new ways to do it. But I even think that the prayer 
and and really just watching. I think when your kids know you're praying for them and they know they're covered and they know you're investing in them, it's just a different, it's a way you're connecting with them that inspires them to do more. It yes. inspires them to pray. It inspires them to believe. It inspires them to go for things that prayer just does amazing things. We, we you know, when they, when Jesus, it's the one thing the disciples asked Jesus, they said, Hey, Jesus, teach us how to pray. Yes. And he said, our father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. He told him, he said, honor the father and bring heaven to earth. Mm-hmm. And, and that's really, you know, just so let's look at reasons we're called to pray. Yeah, and so we're we're called to always pray. So what are a couple of scriptures that Yeah, first Thessalonians five seventeen, pray without ceasing. It's Romans twelve twelve. Rejoice in hope, be patient in tribulation, be constant. I love that word that's constant in prayer. Yeah, and so and then know that our prayers bring peace. We're desperate for peace. Yep, Philippians four six, do not be anxious about anything, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving. Let your request be made known to God. And, yeah. and, and before we go off on that, all requests. I mean, right. I mean, just, you know, in, in, if you go to Numbers chapter 11, Moses is praying. He's like, God, why in the world did you give me these people? Why did you do this? And I think there's so often that we think we got to have these eloquent prayers. And, and really, it's just saying, hey, God, I'm frustrated with just my talk kids. To me. Yeah, yeah I, just I'm, talk to I'm frustrated, or I'm joyful, or whatever it is. And so, just go to God with all your requests. Yeah, and so another thing prayer does is it creates the supernatural. It brings forgiveness, and forgiveness is a supernatural um, connector. Yeah, Second Chronicles seven fourteen says, "If my people, and that's who we are, who are called <laughs> by my name, that's again, that's who you are. If they humble themselves and pray and seek my face." and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven and I will forgive their sin and I will heal their land. You want to see breakthroughs in your kids' lives? We're going to pray. Yes, and heal their land. The, your land, that's your family. That's what you own. That's what you have. And God can heal that. The, the, one, the thing that prayer that I think we underestimate all the time is that prayer has great power. I think, if we, I think when we get to heaven and we see how powerful our prayers really were, then there might be the thought of, oh, I should have prayed more. Yeah. I could have prayed more. I wished yeah. I had prayed more. You know, James 5.16 says that, Therefore, confess your sins to one another and pray for one another that you may be healed. The prayer of a righteous person has great power as it is working. And think about this. Okay, so think about this, parents. You say, well, maybe I'm not so righteous. I got all these issues. Is God really going to hear my prayer? You don't have righteousness because of who you are. You have righteousness because of who Jesus is. And so if, if God says you're righteous, mm-hmm. then you are that's righteous. Good. And therefore, the prayer of a righteous person, that's you. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter who it doesn't. If you are in Christ, you have great power in prayer. Well, and then along with that, too, you are the right person because God puts you in that place of authority over your child. Oh, yeah. So you are the you are the only person that has that kind of authority to pray that kind of power for your child. A teacher, a coach, they have authority, they have, but they don't have the place you have as a parent. Yeah. Um, okay, so mm-hmm. another one is that when we pray, when we talk to God, we actually bring him near. We bring him into the situation. Yeah, we bring heaven to earth, as yes. the Lord's Prayer says. Yes. You know, 
Um, Psalm 145, 18 says that the Lord is near to all who call on him, to all who call on him in truth. And so the other thing that prayer does is it brings healing. And we didn't, we didn't share the story about Macy, but there was a whole season that we prayed for healing for Macy. And I believe that God healed her. I yeah, mean, he, he literally, she had an underactive thyroid and she wasn't growing. I mean, and, and it was a mess and we prayed, we sought counsel, we sought doctors and we didn't put her on, I mean, there was nothing that we did medically right. and she, God fixed it. It just came through. Yeah. Psalm 32, Psalm 30 verse two says, and Lord, my God, I cried to you for help. And there's, if you go through the Psalms a lot, there is a lot of times David says, or the psalmist says, I cried to you. It's like a, it's fervent. It is, it is not just, oh, whatever, I'm going to pray. It is, uh, let's see, uh, maybe it'll work. It's, I got to have you. The passion. I, I got to have you. Yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah. and and it really just gives us wisdom right. too, because so often I know we have gotten wisdom from God that has been supernatural with our oh, kids. Oh, definitely. And, you know, James 1, five says, if any of you lacks wisdom, I don't know about you, but I always lack wisdom, oh, it seems like. Well, because God can see it all, and I can see this. You yeah. know, I see a tiny piece of it. And it says, if you lack wisdom, let him ask God who gives generously. So he's saying, they, generously God gives wisdom to all without reproach, and it will be given him. It's It's... It's assured. And so I just want to encourage you, parents, know that your parent, your prayers are heard. They're yeah. heard. God hears them. Every single one of them is all throughout Scripture. Ask, and it will be given to you. Seek, and you will find. Knock, and the door will be opened. Yeah, and even John, 1 John 5, 14 says, and this is the confidence we have toward him. This is the confidence we have toward God is what it's saying, that if we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. Mm-hmm. And, and then we trust in him for uh, his answer and we watch and see and you know I, I was just thinking the other day just think about if you do this you know so often in life we, we don't know what we've got and where it is but it's almost like we're a we're a three-year-old in a mall and we don't know where daddy is yes. and, we, and we look around and we're like a little bit nervous because we don't know but all of a sudden because we're in an unknown world yeah. yeah and it's a chaos and everything's around us and it's noisy and all of a sudden we, but we see daddy come and we see, and, and the world changes because nothing's changed around us really, right. but we just know our father's there and he's with us and we have comfort and we, then we know where we're going. We, we don't have to worry about our surroundings anymore because our daddy is with us and he's taking us places. That's what happens when we pray. Yeah, I love it. So have we convinced you that prayer is important? We've yeah. told you how we've done it and how it changed our family. We've told you what scripture says about it. And then we know and we know your life is crazy in the season of raising small children and that sometimes oh, yes. prayer gets set aside, reading the Bible gets set aside, you know, worship gets set aside as we just stay on this rat race of life. And so we just want to, you know, throw some some practical things, some practical ways to to remind you or places or times that if you you put those in place, then you'll realize, oh, I'm praying for my kids often. Right. So, um, 
And so one of them is to hang a picture by you. I've got one actually. And like my, my, well, whatever, my bed's here and there's a wall here. (laughs) And I have a picture of all of my kids there. And so it's when I open my eyes in the morning, then I will say a prayer. Thank you. Thank you for Molly. Help her to, you know, bless her marriage. Thank you for Madeline. And I'll go through each one of them in that little picture. Or before I go to bed at night, I'll look at each, look at the picture and just say whatever prayer it is that I'm throwing up at the time for them as well. So use a picture as a trigger to close to your bed so when you rise and when you go to sleep that that's that you're praying for them yeah exactly um you know just praying with your spouse that's a great habit to get into one i would say that we have done inconsistently right but it's been something that we keep striving to do so even if it's something that you struggle with just keep pursuing it if it's a big thing then we'll definitely pray about it but if it's a minor thing you know bless their marriage then we don't usually pray that <laughs> <We're> <laughs> yeah. like, you got well, that god I mean, well well also i think we tend to pray more on our own than we do with each other and so that's just something that we've we've been fighting for but my point is that is that just because it's a struggle doesn't mean you quit, stop doing it. It's great right. to do. You, we want to pray with our spouse. Well, um, in addition to that, bring your friends into it, right. especially if it's a big thing, because I believe in the power of prayer. The more we have praying, the the more requests are being sent up. It's almost like we're storming the gates of heaven. Listen to me. Right. This is what we need. You know, yeah. and I've got 100 people praying for me or, or four people praying for me. Right. And, and also to pray with your child. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, so often and, and really... To pray more than, you know, I always remember like the now I lay me down to sleep. It's like, well, that's a that's a torturing prayer. You know, it's actually I've heard it rewritten and it's a lot better. Instead now of, I pray the Lord my soul to keep. If death were to. <laughs> yeah, if I die before <laughs> I wake. wake. OK, I'm sorry. I'm terrified. I'm going to bed. OK, you know, but but you know, my point is, is that just to pray real prayers, you know, maybe even as the kids get older, it's a great time to say, hey. Uh, dad's going through this situation. Would you pray with me about it? Because you're you're creating this environment of prayer in their lives, and, and then they know that they're praying for you. You're praying for them, and it's it's just something that happens, and it becomes a part of the fabric of their lives. Right, and they love it because it gives them extra minutes at bedtime to stay awake. Oh yeah, you know, true. It is almost three years old. Madeline prays for him every night, and they've got this prayer routine down. And they say, Father God, and McKay, and true it, McKay, true says. Father God, please put a baby in mommy's tummy and Molly's tummy and Yaya's tummy. And I'm like, no, stop. <laughs> we are not praying for that, you yeah. know. And so he's like blanket, you know, baby in all these people's tummies. So anyway, so yeah, so pray with your child. And then pray with the your the siblings. That was huge. When we were going through the struggle with Michael, we had a prayer thing going with all the siblings. And we were all praying as, I mean, literally, you know, know, communicating about to the father together on his behalf and separately. It's just part of, we say siblings should be best friends. Well, part of being a friend is to pray for someone. Mm-hmm. And so when you establish that culture in your home of, and it, it's not like you're airing the siblings dirty laundry. It's just, you know, we have a, we have a, a need and we're going to pray for it. And it's something that is a natural, natural way of I remember we were life. talking to a, a family the other day and they had a, um, a, a one of their, their teenager was doing making bad choices. And they said, do we tell his, um, do we tell the siblings about it? And we said, most definitely. Yeah. You don't give them all 
all the details. They don't need to know all that, but they need to know, hey, we're pl- we're praying for brother. We're praying yeah. that 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 God opened the door, his eyes to see that God is good. And well, so, as a matter of fact, when Michael was going through that time, there was this. There, they wrote scripture on. It was his mattress. His mattress, yeah, and it was covered up, and Michael never knew it. But they, the the sisters, the older sisters, went in and wrote scripture as they were fighting for his heart. And, yeah, um, um, wow. And, and so they. Uh, <laughs> and, and, and I remember. Um, wow. Okay, emotions are going here. Uh, but Michael went in like a few years later. There was yeah. a time when he was older. And he never knew that they wrote that. And in some reason, we had to uncover it. And he saw that. You know, we he, washed the mattress pad. <laughs> That's the reason we uncovered it. It's always good to do that every couple of years. <laughs> every, de- every decade or so. <laughs> no, I actually think we were rearranging the room. Yeah, but, but it was, yeah. But, uh, and he saw that. And, he, and they were there. And they just, everybody just bawled. It just created this moment of, because, you Because know, we fought for him on the heavenly realm when right. it came to prayers. And he didn't realize that we were fighting at the level that we were. And that illustrated that. And that's and so that just brings up just such a great point. Parents, you and your siblings are fighting for each other in the heavenly realm. Yeah. There is it we we need all that scripture that we need to, to believe all that scripture that we're gonna get wisdom, that where our prayers are heard, that we're bringing the God of the universe in because and that's what we want for you in 2022. Yeah. We want you to, to have a new outlook on praying for your kids Mm -hmm. and, 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 you know, and and it doesn't have to be, you know, so many times when you say, are you praying for your kids? You know, you get the kind of downward look and no, you know, whatever. It's just taking the next step. Don't worry about the guilt of it. It's not about guilt. It's just taking a next step into take one of those things. Right. Well, I just wanted to set yourself up for success and put some places in your busy schedule. When you drop them off to school, as you're driving home, pray for them. As you're driving to pick them up from school, pray for them. Put some, as you walk out of their bedroom at night after you've said goodbye, just say a quick prayer. Put places of space and time in your schedule that you say a quick prayer. It doesn't have to be an hour and a half. Right. It literally is, God, you see my child, what do they need? Meet their needs. Okay, yeah. that was not even five seconds. Yeah. And so just we just want to encourage you to, uh, to approach the Father on behalf of your child because you have been given a special place in God's eyes and His sight to appeal to Him on behalf of yeah, your child. Yeah, and I would say like, Suzanne, like I am probably more inclined to set aside time during the day and pray for each child. You know, I think Suzanne has been more of praying throughout the day i I don't um yeah help me lord with this child (laughs) (laughs) i don't you know for me i i I found that i don't that i will forget about it a lot during the day and you know it's just not but but i think so my point is is that however you are structured however you are wired incorporate that you know if you're more of a of a you know let's let's make sure it happens you're a to-do list kind of person or whatever then put it on your to-do list Love if that. you're more of a flow person where you know you just get triggered by then things as you're doing the day, their laundry pray for them yeah. as you're you know clean, washing their dish pray for them I mean, yeah just as the as you're triggered you know throughout yeah. the day then open your mind to praying for them and another thing that happens with that is is that in a marriage we start to say hey i'm praying this for maddox what do you think and it, it actually knits the marriage together, too, sure. because you're bonding together as you're praying for different things for the kids. Mm-hmm. You know, Suzanne was just telling me the other day about something she's concerned about with one of our kids. 
And so you're going to be stealth. Yes. yes. Well, I, I don't want to embarrass the kid, but, uh, but I mean, there was, so it was like, Oh, we need to pray for that. Up our prayer, yeah. and, and we need to start. Oh, and, and it kind of, it also connects Suzanne and I, because now we're joining together in a common purpose. And so what we're saying is how to, how do we make 2022 the best year for our kids in this, in the role of parent is to pray for them. Pray from fervently, ceaselessly throughout the day, whenever you think mm-hmm. about it, you know, put triggers in place so that you can think about it. So just, just pray. That's what God, God wants that from us. He wants to talk to us. He, he's empowered and equipped us with these special little people and he wants to help us raise them. And the only thing that's stopping us from helping them raise him or helping God, having us have God help us raise them is we're not asking him. Yeah, That's it. Cause he's got all sorts of ideas. He's got all sorts of plans yeah. for them and he's, and he will share them, you know, maybe through other people or, or maybe even through the child themselves, he will share them. But Let's bypass all that. Let's just go straight to God and ask. Yeah. yeah. And if you're if you're familiar with Crazy Cool Family, you might be familiar with Basecamp. Oh, yes. And uh, and in Basecamp, we have a Kid to God course, which is great to go through in total. And we're going to talk about that in just a minute. But in that course, there's a video called Ask. Yes. And attached to the Ask video, there is a PDF that I created that I totally believe was God inspired. And it, what it's got five different prayers about salvation, a deep a salvation for our kids, a deep desire for our kids to know God, for their protection, for their godly relationships, their friendships, and for their future. And so there's a simple little prayer. And then there's a scripture that back up everything that is being asked in the prayers. And it is a beautiful, great resource for you to have to print out. And, and if you to, don't know anything to pray, just pray that scripture over your kid. Yeah. Just, I don't, I, I yeah, don't know how just, many times yes. I've prayed over my kids. Ephesians one, may the eyes of their heart may be enlightened in order that they may know the hope to which you've called them. Oh, so the riches beautiful. of your glorious inheritance and all the saints. So can you tell I only pray it? that? Yeah. Only. Just I mean, if you would pray that yeah, for the rest of yeah, your life yeah. and that's it, that's good. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> and, and, um, so just pray in scripture over them. And the last thing I want to tell you is backing into base camp here. If you, what if in 2022, you said, I want to learn, I want my, me and my spouse to learn to, to the things I need to know to create a godly family. Mm-hmm. That's what we've done. So if you are not in, if whether you're in base camp or not, and all you have to do is go to it and we'll have a link in the episode notes basecamp.crazycoolfamily.com. It takes about a minute to sign up Mm -hmm. and you will have access to these. We have a series of courses in there and you may have never heard about these courses, or you may have heard them and never been through them yet, or you may be halfway through them wherever you are. What if in 2022, you said, I'm going to go through the base camp courses, Mm -hmm. these core courses, there's each course has about four to nine videos in them. They're about 10 to 20 minutes a piece. So yeah. literally you can get through them like you, you can get through one course like you would watch an episode or two of Netflix. I mean, it's literally about that much time. Right. I, I mean, yes. It, yeah. And I, mean, I was about to say in each, I was about to say each video in each course is even less than yeah, that. The it's whole like a course, YouTube. Yeah. I and mean, you can watch the whole course by the time you would watch one or two episodes of a Netflix deal, Series. you're binging, yes, whatever. Yes, so yeah. make a point to go in. So Suzanne's got a great, um, uh, PDF there about the ass video, resource, but I also yeah. want to sell you on, we have created, we spent years creating the playbook 
It is the playbook for raising a godly family. I am so confident in it. We are so um, excited about the revelation that God has given us. And raising your family, learn how to raise your family takes time. It takes some effort and it will take some time to go through those courses, but it's not so much that you can't do it. Well, and I love the the start of a new year. I love that God gives that to us because it's a, it's a reboot. It's a turn off, start over again. And so why not use 2022 as a time to invest in your family, to rethink the way you do family, to invite some new ideas into how you're going to relate to each of your children. Yeah. What if we find so often that- Can you tell we're passionate? Yes, and so <laughs> we find that parents, uh, we we rarely see parents that don't love their kids. I mean, we we rarely <laughs> see. We rarely, we, I, I would actually say I've never. Well, but I mean, we I've we never seen a parent that doesn't love their child. Yes, but even, and want what's best for them. But we don't really want a relationship see neglectful parents. We don't see a lot right. of parents that we see parents that are passionate about their kids. Yes, and yet, of those parents. Many of them are losing their kids to the culture. Yeah. Many of yeah. them are losing. And you know why? Because they need to adjust what they're doing. It's not a matter of whether they love their kids or not. It's not a matter of whether they're passionate. What if, and this will happen to you, I promise you, what if you will go through those courses in base camp, when you get to this time next year, you will say to yourself, oh my goodness. I love my family. I love my relationships. (laughs) I love each of my children. I know I now have a new direction on how to lead and honor and raise my kids. I have a new way in how to connect with them. I have have all this ammunition I didn't have. And and we want that for you. We want you to pray for your kids. And we want you to learn all the things we can teach you to how to be a godly family. So... We just really encourage you to go through Basecamp and to sign up. It's basecamp.crazycoolfamily.com. Get signed up in a minute, and then those courses are all available to you. Yes. So, so let's wrap it up. Let's say to wrap this one up, go check out Basecamp. But happy new year. Happy yes. praying for your family. And have a great 2022, and we'll see you next time. Go be crazy, parents. Crazycoolfamily.com. <laughs>